Ever since Ryan Pineda has talked about flipping couches as a side hustle, it's blown up as one of the best ways to make money. Today we're going to be talking to McCall, who's been flipping couches for about a year now and has made over thousands of dollars per month doing so. We're going to see how much profit you can potentially make with this as a side hustle and what is needed to start flipping couches in your city today. Also, huge thanks to McCall for all the great advice and tips during the interview. Please show him some love and check out more of his videos about couch flipping and other side hustles on his channel. Now, let's jump right into the interview. All right, so welcome. We have Mikhail here and we're going to be interviewing him for couch flipping, so let's uh, jump right in. And for the first question, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about your channel and what your videos are about. So my channel is mostly focused on just different side hustles, uh, different ways you can make money. Um, I've also tried out a lot of different like gigs like Amazon Flex, Uber Eats, DoorDash, just to see how much I can make. Because um, I know back when I was in college, I was really interested to know how much a person can make. So I just decided to just go into that niche and just explore the, the different side hustles that someone else might be interested about. That's awesome. And the first things, yeah, the first videos that caught my eye were the, the couch flipping. And I watched quite a few of them, but I was wondering, yeah, how long you been flipping couches for? Yeah, I I started flipping couches back, I think it was June or July, I want to say, of last year. Um, and this was just, a, I, I would have never gotten into it, obviously, if I didn't see um, Ryan Pineda. I think that's where most people discovered it. He uh, made a video about couch flipping. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's interesting. But I never actually gave it a try until I started YouTube. And I was like, okay, you know, I got to make some content. And I probably should give this a try. And so this was totally spontaneous. I told my wife, I'm like, I'm going to give this a try. And I tried it out and I was quite surprised (laughs) how profitable it was. So why did you end up picking, I guess, like couch flipping instead of like other side hustles? Uh, I know Ryan's video was pretty intriguing. That was the first time I heard of actual couch flipping. But I still feel like even after that, I thought there was maybe other side hustles that could be more uh, like lucrative. So why did you end up going with couch flipping then? Yeah, with with uh, couches, it was just like I said, it was very spontaneous. Um, I was just doing content for YouTube, and I'm like, you know, I'll give this a try. I saw other people doing it, and like you know, Ryan Pineda said he was making eight thousand a month, and I was like, no, I got to give this a try myself because, I mean, if he was doing it, why can't I? And for me, it's, it was more of the push, like I got to go and do it. And uh, I decided to go pick up my first couch, and uh, then it just went from there. But there were a lot of different side hustles out there, like, you know, the gig work, like Amazon Flex and DoorDash, which I've done before. And I knew I could make up to like 15, 20 bucks an hour. Uh, but I, I didn't know if I can, if I could scale that. And when it came to couches, I was like, okay, you know, this is all going to depend on how much input I put. And, you know, the money that I'm going to get back is depending on how much work I put in. And so gave it a try. And I realized that this is the most profitable one that I've tried. And I guess this was like the maybe fourth different side hustle that I've tried. And so I guess it didn't really, it, it kind of slowed me down from trying out other side hustles just because I found something that was making me a good amount of money. That makes sense. So it seems like there's a lot more opportunity with couch flipping versus, you know, with Amazon, you're probably going to top out at like $25, $30 an hour or so. Exactly. That's, that's kind of what, um, kind of the realization I came to. I was like, you know. With couches, I can pick up one couch and it's going to be, you know, my profit can be different with every couch, but uh, I realized that it's going to be a lot more than $30 per hour, which is kind of what I've maxed out on, uh, on a, like a side hustle that I've tried, like Amazon Flex. Okay. That makes sense. So like, yeah, what do you need to get started? Is this something you can start, you know, buy couch today and flip it or are there like other supplies you need in order to, you know, do this side hustle? 
Yeah, I mean, the the first thing is obviously you need a. Uh, you need patience with this because when you start off, it can be frustrating. I see people start off uh, in like in my market, I see them start off because I kind of look around on who's doing uh, who's couch flipping. And so I see some people come in and then they just stop doing it. And I don't see them for like six months posting anything. And I realized that they just stopped uh, for some reason. But like I said, the biggest thing is patience. That That's when it comes to like, you know, your attitude. But when it comes to actually like materialistic stuff, you obviously need a truck. Uh, that's kind of one of the biggest things. Uh, I was in a great situation. I had a, a pickup truck that I used for to remodel my home. And so I was like, you know, I'll take advantage of that. So I could pick up truck. And then obviously just like the basic stuff, you can start off with like basic couches that don't need a lot of cleaning. So at least have a vacuum to vacuum out any dirt. But even like when, if it were to come to spot cleaning, uh, you could get that later on. You can start off with a, with a couch that's not as dirty. So that's kind of the basic stuff. I mean, like there's an extension cord. So anything that would help you vacuum the couch and go pick up the couch. So maybe a few straps as well. So it doesn't fly off when you're driving. Okay. So you could kind of like bootstrap it. Maybe at first you just get a vacuum and then you could pick up a certain amount of inventory. Maybe it's already like pretty clean, just needs a quick vacuum. And then exactly. as you expand, maybe you realize it's a side hustle you actually like and want to dive into more. You could, you know, buy uh, a cleaner to actually clean all the, the actual couches then. Yeah, exactly. And and obviously, you'll probably need like a phone to post to, to, you know, find the couches and then to sell the couches as well. Okay. And then what about do you need like another person to move the couch? I know in Ryan's videos, he was saying if you get creative, you can move it yourself. Is that actually the case? Or what has it been with your experience? Well, with my experience, what I realized is when I go to pick up couches, um, I kind of assume that who's selling it to me is going to help me load it up. And I don't ask them ahead of time, because if I do ask them ahead of time, oftentimes they'll be like, oh, no, you have to bring someone. But if you come in as the expectation that you are, they are going to help you out, they're going to help you out. But when it comes to um, moving them around, I guess I should also mention you could get one of the dollies. Uh, just You can find a, one on Amazon. I have a few links in uh, my YouTube videos that you can find them easily, but you just load them up onto the dolly and move it around. But if you park close enough to your garage or wherever you're uh, dropping it off, you can just, you know, drag it off slowly yourself. Okay. All right. Sounds good. And then what about like storing them, uh, the couches? Do you need like a locker? It seems like you have a, a garage as well. So do you think it's necessary to go out and, you know, rent a locker right away? Or is that something later on, if you get more serious about it, you could uh, rent? I guess I realized that there's a lot more you need to start off with <laughs> that now that I'm now that you're mentioning that. But yeah, you'd probably need a place to store them. Uh, and if you go one at a time, even if you have a small place, some people go as far as even taking them into their house. I mean, it's up to you how you feel about it. But um, I honestly didn't want to really bring in couches that needed, you know, work cleaning into my personal house. So I was fortunate enough where I had a garage where I could start storing them. But yeah, if you want to go one at a time, I mean, you don't need a lot of space because you can stack them up vertically. Um, and if you go one at a time, you know, you earn say like three, $400 profit, which you can easily do with a, a few couches, then you can go and rent out a storage unit. And, uh, like the one that I'm renting out, it's a 10 by 20. Uh, and I think I'm paying like 220, 230 bucks or something like that. Um, so it could be on the price side, but you can get a smaller one, like 10 by 10 and stored three couches at a time. I think the one that I have, I I've stored up to like 11 couches or 12 oh, couches wow. in there. Yeah. Um, so it, it really depends how much you want to scale it immediately. Uh, if you want to start off slow, you don't need something big. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And is there certain like couches that you're looking to buy? Uh, is it mostly sectionals or is it basically any kind of couch you think, you know, you could flip and make money on? 
I personally recommend whoever's starting off to start off with just regular sofas or regular sofas or couches. There's just so many out there out there that um, I mean, and, and you would be fine paying up to like 30, 40 bucks a piece. Uh, and you'll make profit on that. But when I started off for the first probably month or two, I only flipped um, free couches. Like I didn't, I didn't spend a penny on a single couch uh, until I realized that the sectionals were a lot more profitable. And plus, I already had some money saved up. So uh, now I've been paying up to like three, four hundred. I think four hundred dollars is the maximum that I paid for a sectional uh, because I knew I could flip it for eight twenty five to nine hundred dollars. So, I mean, it, it really depends how much capital you have going in. And if if I were just starting off, I would start off with the most basic uh, couches that I could. Like, obviously, don't get anything that's super torn up, but like get something that's you might be okay with, you know, also keeping for yourself. I guess you could say it that way. Okay. And kind of just goes back to make it like easy to start with, see if you like it. And then if you want kind of expand to more inventory. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of test the waters in the beginning. And you were saying in the beginning, potentially you don't have to clean all of your couches, but now all the couches that you pick up or purchase, are you cleaning them? That way you can make even more money when you go to resell them. Or is it only like a handful of them that you clean? So most of the couches that I do get nowadays, um, I, I mean, I do clean them, but there's a lot that I also do get that don't really need a lot of cleaning, just like basic uh, vacuuming. And that's about it. Uh, spot cleaning is the one that, you know, I decide which couch needs it and which doesn't, but I vacuum all of them. Um, there is a couch that I got recently. It is like really dirty. And by really dirty, I mean, it has a lot of like pet hair and spots all around, but I picked it up for free and it was a massive sectional. So like with that one, I'm thinking to just vacuum out the hair and not spend the time spot cleaning and just post it up and say like, this couch does need spot cleaning. If you're, if you're wanting it, I can deliver it to you. So like, it really depends on the situation. Like I could sell it with all these, like with it being dirty, needing, needing some cleaning for say, I could probably get 350 for it. Or if I put the time into it and actually clean it and bring it to, you know, the good condition that I want it to be in, I could probably sell it for 725, 800. So it really depends how much time I want to put in and if it's worth it for me or not. Okay. So maybe if you have other couches to pick up or sell, it's not worth your time at the moment just because you have so much going on. Exactly. Exactly. So the, the, uh, the supply of couches is really going to kind of dictate, um, you know, if you're actually going to put time into the couches or not, but it's important obviously to be transparent when you're selling them, not say like, Oh, uh, I cleaned it up, but it's got a whole bunch of spots all over it. So, you know, be transparent. Oftentimes people are fine with cleaning it themselves. They're just happy that, you know, you're able to deliver them, deliver the couch to them. And that, you know, it's a couch that they've been looking for, for a long time. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a great tip. And how long do you like typically own the couches for? Is it, you know, within a couple of days turn around, you're reselling them or is it a couple of weeks? It depends on every single couch. Like I, like I said, if I bring in two couches, one is super dirty, one is clean, or at first I bring in a dirty one, then I bring in a clean one. There's a good chance the clean one is going to go out first because it's just, you know, quicker to go, um, quicker to get out the door. But uh, it really depends. Like <laughs> I've been, uh, I've been a bit slacking on, on the couch, uh, cleaning couches just, um, and so the storage unit that I have with all the couches, I've had couches sitting there in, in sitting there for about six months now, just because I keep getting new ones and the new ones keep going out the door first before I get to the old ones. And, but, um, it really depends. Like 
every person's every flipper is going to decide their strategy. If you're full time doing couch flipping, there's a good chance they'll be going first in, first out. But for me, who's doing it kind of part time, it's um, it's going to really depend on which couch is cleaner to go out the door first. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Uh, what about, so it seems like you do offer delivery. Uh, how much do you charge to do it? Or is, is it best, I guess, to always include it in your listing? Or do you typically try to charge like a little additional fee to the, the end buyer? Um, for me, I typically usually like to, um, I offer free delivery up to up to 20 minute drive or like t- 10 mile, 20 minute drive. But recently, I mean, I haven't been charging people even if I deliver like 30 minute drive. I mean, what I like to do is if I, if I'm driving 30 minutes somewhere, I like to find a couch that I'm going to pick up from that area and bring back home. So I'm not just going to deliver and that's it. So, I mean, it really depends on the couch as well. If I'm delivering like a $200 couch for 30 mile drive, I mean, I'm going to charge extra, but if I'm delivering a sectional, that's a $900 sectional, I'm not going to probably charge extra for delivery just because it's already, you know, I have a pretty good profit margin. And, you know, if I have a client that's willing to pay that much, I'm fine with delivering it and helping them unload it. Okay. So it kind of sounds like it's like a case by case what the profit margins are, how far away. Okay. Yeah. And when it comes to like selling the couch, what do you say is like the best uh, platforms to sell on to get, you know, the best deal, whether it's buying them or selling them and getting the most amount of money? Yeah, uh, the platforms that I, okay, I want, the one thing I want to say about this is it really depends on your region and your market. Um, when I was visiting my siblings out in South Carolina, uh, I don't know if you've seen that video, but I tried couch flipping out there. And for them, their, ba- their best platforms are Craigslist and uh, I think it was Facebook Marketplace. Like OfferUp is kind of dead over there. Like, oh. Not a lot of people use it. Here where I'm at in Portland, OfferUp and Facebook uh, Facebook Marketplace are the best platforms. Craigslist is kind of dead out here. Like I've tried posting stuff on Craigslist, don't hear anything ever. And I forget that I even have it posted. And then someone messages me like four months later, oh, do you still have this couch? <laughs> and I just yeah, forgot to take it down. Yeah, yeah. So would you say then, so the, I guess the big three sounds like what? Facebook Marketplace, uh, OfferUp, and then Craigslist. And, but just goes back to, depends on your area, which one is most active, I guess. Yes, yes. You, you have to test out the waters because, um, I mean, every every market is different. You know, get a couch, post it up on all three and see which one gives you most traction. And, and you know, after five, six couches, you'll realize which platforms are just not even worth your time to post on. Okay. Yeah, that's a great tip. And then one of the big questions I know everyone's going to ask is uh, how much money can you make with couch flipping? Like how good of a side hustle? I know some YouTubers like Ryan's video that we mentioned earlier, you can make up to 8,000 a month. Is that actually like obtainable? We'll be back after a quick break. You hear a lot about supply chains these days, because if the past couple years have taught us anything, it's that an efficient, well-managed supply chain is absolutely critical to keeping businesses successful and consumers happy. I'm Will Haywood, and I host a podcast called All Business, No Boundaries, where we talk about supply chains, how they work, what happens when they don't, and the innovations that are redefining what's possible in the world of logistics. Join me for insightful interviews with thought leaders and industry experts. We discuss how optimizing supply chains can break down the barriers that are holding businesses back. That's All Business, No Boundaries by DHL Supply Chain. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 
Oh, most definitely. Yeah. It's it, again, it's going to depend on your market, but um, I've talked, I've talked to people that have made profit wise, like $20,000 a month profit. Wow. Uh, they've, their sales were like 35,000, but they've made up to 20,000 profit a month. But again, they're putting in like, they're putting in like 70 hour work weeks when they're doing okay. that. So you're, you're going to be really grinding to make that profit. Um, I've personally, um, I think my best month was last month. And, and this was, I, this was me working part-time and I sold, I think it was just under $8,000 worth of couches, but my profit more, I mean, my profit margin was a bit lower on that. I just, cause, um, I just had a, a quite a few expenses that month, registration fees and all that. But I mean, my profit was was still, I think, just above five thousand. I think, and this was this was doing part time um, while working somewhere else. While working a full time job somewhere else, then uh, I currently am actually working part time, so I've kind of scaled back on my actual job just because I want to focus more on you know YouTube and trying out different side hustles. But um, yeah, so about twenty five hours at my job and then uh everything else is youtube and couch so couches really was like i could probably look at my because i have a spreadsheet but i'm thinking maybe that month i did uh, how much i want to say like 25 hours that month so i mean my my hourly rate probably was probably around like 120 bucks an hour 130 bucks an hour yeah, so that was gonna be the other question I was asking. The hourly rate is that's you know enormous. I feel like if you compare that to other full time jobs, that could be you know double, triple the amount. Would you recommend someone to potentially quit their full time job to maybe do this full time, or maybe kind of do like how you're saying, like part time uh, your typical job and then part time couch flipping as a side hustle? Yeah, you can you can definitely do that. It, like I said, it's all gonna depend on your discipline. If you're ready to jump in and realize that you know. If you're not working, you're not going to have any money coming in. This isn't like, you know, you go to your job, um, you know, you might have a 15 minute break and you're going to get paid for that 15 minute. You know, like if you're if you're taking a break, you're not going to earn any money. And so, um, yeah, a lot of people have quit their jobs to do this. And um, I've after I quit my job, when I was transitioning to my new job, uh, I tried full time couch flipping. But to me, I realized it would just be best for me to work part time and do couch flipping part time. Just because when I clean some of the couches, I post them up. It usually takes me about two, three days to find a serious client. Sometimes I find it that day. And so while I'm working at my other job, I have clients coming in who are interested for the couches that I can deliver the following day. Um, but like I said, that the thing was a couple that, that I told you that made $20,000 in a month. Like she's she still works at a full-time job as a pilot and he works somewhere else as well. And they're doing this as well. Yeah, so it's... Yeah. Where are they based of out of? Are they in Oregon as well? Or is it someone that you know, like on YouTube or online? I honestly don't know where they're based out of. It's I'm I'm part of a I'm part of a group where I've um seen people post like you know how much they've made. And that's what they have said according to you know the the group where they've posted is this uh, their like results. A, a Facebook group? Yeah, yeah, Facebook, Facebook group. group. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Would you care if we like left a, a link down below? So if anyone's interested in you know, kind of reaching out yeah. there, we can check it out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we can definitely do that. It's I believe it's called no nonsense couch flipping or something like that. Uh, we can take a look. All right, awesome. And then uh, another question I have is like, how much time does it require? So if you had to, I guess, track how much time to for one couch, so picking it up, cleaning it, listing it, selling it, and then dropping it off, what would you say? 
Um, I've noticed my average time if the couch isn't too filthy and dirty. I mean, probably like pick up, deliver, but probably two, three hours a couch uh, or two hours. Um, my longest or the most that I've spent working on a couch, cleaning a couch. That was actually my wife and I we were working on it together. So you can basically double the time, but uh, working together took us like six or seven hours to clean it because it was really, wow. really bad. It was really bad. It was not a good, not a good find. We kind of regret it later, but hey, you live and you learn. We we're not going to pick up anything else that's going to look anything close to that. So definitely a good learning process right there. Yeah. So it sounds like what the couch cleaning could be like two hours or so. Is that what about then like picking it up? Sounds like another 30, 20 to 30 minutes and then maybe getting in the van. Another yeah. Time. I guess I was saying more of with picking up and delivering for me, I've noticed about two and a half hours. So picking up, I guess you can say 45 minutes if it's like a 20 minute drive or something. And then the other hour is the cleaning part. And some couches I've cleaned in like 15 minutes. Like if it's just some basic vacuuming stuff. Okay. So you were saying in total, it'll be around two to three hours then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know, good to take into account. And then kind of like you mentioned earlier too, sometimes you you could for logistics wise, you know, if you're dropping one off, go pick one up if it's in the same area. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So if you're if you're going somewhere to to drop it off, if it's like a 30 mile drive, just find something in that area, even though you might be paying $20 more than what you typically do. But I mean, if you're in the area, why not pick it up, right? Then rather than just coming home without nothing and instead of coming home with zero extra profit, you can come home with $100 extra profit or $120 extra profit. Okay, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And then what about, is it like too late to get started with couch flipping? I feel like ever since the last year, we've seen tons of more videos on YouTube. And I know there was even a couple of videos I watched that there was a lot of people in like competition in someone's city and it wasn't making it, you know, profitable to actually buy the couches. They were asking too much and then selling it. There was just too many people selling them. So yeah, yeah. There's, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's kind of like a wave. Like sometimes you start looking for couches I've had happen where I just don't find anything for a few days. And then just like one evening, there's like six awesome sectionals that come out that I want to pick up all of them. So it really depends. Uh, but I'd say like, yeah, if you, if you want to get into it, get into it, but just be ready that it's not just easy money. You know, you have to put some time into, it. I think some, a lot of people go into it thinking like, oh, it's easy money and it's good money. I mean, you can definitely make a hundred bucks an hour, but you know, you, you got to stay patient and you got to always, you know, be looking for these couches because it, it is getting a little more competitive. There's a lot more people come, uh, starting to do it, but there's with a lot of people starting it, there's a lot of people that are also falling off and, you know, stop, they stop doing it. So it just, you know, have resilience and give it a try and you never know. Okay. So yeah, just a lot of ups and downs, but if you stick with it, it seems like it could work out very well, just like exactly like in your situation. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. And then I guess, yeah, do you have uh, any tips for someone that's looking to, you know, flip couches today? What would you, what would you tell them? Hey, Give it a try. That's that's my biggest thing is just give it a try. I remember when I picked up that first week when I picked up all those couches, they were I mean, I probably wouldn't pick them up today because uh, there's just a lot of other ones I aim for. But that first week, I think I picked up it was actually that video that I made the first couch flipping video. I think I picked up like uh, eight couches, maybe I might be wrong, but or seven couches. And um, I remember when I brought them all into my garage and I was telling my parents about it. I told my dad, I'm like, yo, I'm starting out, start out this new side hustle. My dad's like, you sure? Like, who knows? Maybe you're going to get stuck with all these couches and you got to take them to the dump. I was like, no, no, this is going to work out. It's going to be interesting. 
And yeah, I sold them so quickly. I was like, wow, okay, this is nice. So just give it a try. You never know. Uh, you might fail on the first one, the second one, just, you know, keep going and, uh, you know, look for advice, be open for advice, because there's a lot of people that go in and they don't want to listen to anyone. They think they're always right about everything. Like if you want to learn, you got to listen, watch videos, um, you know, take tips and tricks from different people. Cause you know, I'm still learning today. You know, I joined that group that I said, uh, I think it's called not no nonsense cash. I learned a lot from there. There's a lot of people that do different things than I do. So like, just keep learning, keep learning. And, um, and don't, you know, don't stop and keep trying until obviously you're, you realize that this isn't for you. Like a, a lot of side hustles can be good for some people, but for some people, they just might be better off doing something else. So just keep giving it a try until you realize that, okay, this is probably not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like a phenomenal tip. I feel like if you go into most things, side hustles with open mind and willingness to learn, and then you yeah. figure out then if you like it or not. And yeah, it depends on people's situation, whether it fits as a good side hustle, maybe, you know, someone, that has already has a truck. This is a great side hustle for, but other situations, oh, yeah. you know, if they're constantly traveling too much, maybe this isn't the side hustle for them, but it's just kind of taking time to realize if this is, works for them or not. Exactly. And, and see where you're kind of at in life. And, you know, if you, if you're already in a great situation, like I said, if you have a place to store them and if you have a truck, there should be nothing that should stop you. Like go give it a try. Uh, worst thing that'll happen is okay. You'll lose that, or you'll have to take it to the dump, and you'll lose out on some even dump places where you take it to the dump. It's for free, but some might charge you up to like 20, 30 bucks. You know, <laughs> what, what what do you have to lose? Thirty bucks? I don't know. What is that? Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. What a couple meals at Chipotle, like exactly the risk to make the upsides a lot higher. So exactly point. it sounds like you would recommend people to start couch flipping is there i guess certain people that you wouldn't recommend say like for myself if i'm thinking about flipping couches i live in chicago there's a big market here but i don't currently you know own a pickup truck or any kind of car you know like i i have a garage for one of my rental units but my uh renters are currently using it so i don't have like a spot to store it would it make sense i guess in my opinion to start up this side hustle then if you're doing if you're doing something else right now that you're passionate about and if you think that if you start you know flipping couches is going to take time away from something that you're working on now that you're enjoying and it's working for you then you, i mean you probably shouldn't i guess cuz you, you don't want to put your hand into too many jars into too many jars which is something that i have an issue with i'm trying out too many different things but i mean like i said if you're in a situation where you know you're in a big market like you said chicago like if you're in a big market you should have really no excuses finding couches. If you're in a smaller market, it might be a little more difficult, but bigger markets, like I said, Chicago, Portland, you know, somewhere, Dallas, Austin, you know, those bigger markets, you shouldn't have a problem with doing it. But um, if you're open to taking risk, I would go and rent out a small storage unit and give it a try. Worst case scenario, you'll pay for that one month. You know, you'll break even, or maybe you will, you know, make some money. So you know, if you're, if you're ready to potentially lose, like, I don't know, up to three, four, $500 and you're, you know, okay with taking that risk, then go for it. But if you're like, if you don't want to even lose 30 bucks, I mean, I don't know if it's worth <laughs> you giving it a try, but you know, that's how it is in business. You got to risk something to realize that there could be a reward behind it. So. Yeah, definitely. It's all, yeah. Like you're saying, weighing out the risk and then seeing what is it worth the, the rewards and the rewards in this side hustle seems like potentially make anywhere from like five to 20,000 plus a month. So yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like you're saying a lot of upside.
Yeah. And, and this could be part time. If you're going full time, yeah, you could probably make just a whole bunch of money. But even part time, like I've been doing it, you can make without a problem up to three, four thousand dollars a month. Okay, awesome. But yeah, that was all my questions. I just want to thank you for, you know, answering all of them and le- having us learn a lot more about using, you know, couch flipping as a side hustle. Seems like there's a lot of potential here. So I just want to thank you for your time. And where can the, the viewers learn more about you and uh, your videos? Yeah, of course. No, I'm more than happy to answer any questions. I, I will probably be posting a lot more, you know, couch flipping videos, and any other videos on my YouTube channel. So that's probably the best place to, well, I guess the best place to find me is on my Instagram, but it's the same uh, you know, username as my YouTube channel, uh, M-I-K-H-A-X-L. Uh, and you guys can DM me if you guys have any questions, I'll be more than happy to answer. Um, but yeah, so it's Instagram and YouTube is are the best two best places. All right. Awesome. And we'll be leaving the yeah, links down below in the description box if uh, anyone wants to check out more of your videos and learn more about couch flipping. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me on, Kevin. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for your time. Appreciate it. All right. All right. Take, Take care. care. Bye. A huge thanks again to Mikal for all the great advice and tips on how to get started making thousands of dollars in profit per month with flipping couches. If you want to learn more about flipping couches or other side hustle Mikal has personally tried out, feel free to check out his channel and subscribe. Please leave a comment down below what side hustle you would like for me to do next for an interview. If this video brought you any kind of value, make sure to subscribe and share the video. Feel free to check out my other videos all about different side hustles I've tried and learn more about personal finance. I'll see you guys in the next one and this is Kevin, your financial tutor, signing off.